I was so frustrated because I was like, bro, I wrote this song in December. Why are we having sample clearances right now? We got another one like that on this project. That's not Bait, but it's the same style as far as Go-Go. Bait was very, very, very Go-Go. And we were worried about how people were going to react to it. I got another one on Florence too that's like that. Wizkid, we've been cool for like over 10 years, around 10 years. So I just love to see my friends winning. I love to see genuine people winning. And Wiz got it out the mud, man. Like, I want to pour everything that I got into this music shit. I want to mm. pour it back in. Um, and I did that on this project, but I think that it's a new, something is on the horizon after this one. I'm DJ Semtex, and right now, this is the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast with my guy Wale. What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, I'm cooling, man. I'm cooling. I'm chilling. We riding around LA. You know, we going through some mixes and stuff. You know, we just trying okay. to do what we do. All right, all right. So, the last time we connected was actually in the studio, and you was recording with Shabo. That was a crazy night, crazy it's session called, at Sam Studios. Me, it's called, it's, excuse me, it's Shabo. Shay Boo, <laughs> that's Boo right there. No, that's 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 little that's little sis right there. That's little sis. I, I you know, it's blood. But nah, yeah, that was um. I think that was like kind of before everything shut down. And um, I mean, I got I got the I got the vibe with it. We cut like three records that night actually. But yeah, I told it like I told it to leak one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but but listen, you know you know for me like you know, I wear different hats. I DJ, I do podcasts, I, I make music and I'm, you know, I do the label thing. But for me, it's real fascinating to see a different side of you because, you know, I've interviewed you many times. I've, I've seen you do shows many times, but to see you in the studio, bro, that was a privilege, real learning experience as well. It's fascinating to see how quick you work. Nah, it's crazy. Don't, don't, sometimes you can't tell them that because they're they going to send me a record and want a verse back in like 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> nah, that sometimes when the, when the vibe, when the vibe be right, when the vibe is on point and you know, mm. you feel comfortable. Cause you ain't, you know, like you, you, like you don't remember, like I was comfortable. I was like, I was there. I was in, I was in London for like two days already. I was chilling. I got to, I got to really catch up on my sleep. And then he was like, yo, come to the studio for the vibe. And then it was like that. You gotta get into that space. When you get in that space, and then you can really like let it shine, like like you know, get it all for real. I was comfortable. Mm. That's that's a lot of people don't believe, don't understand how uh, uh, important that is. Mm. But with your your studio ethic, your writing ethic, and everything else, like where did that come from? Like what what? Yeah, how did you get to that point where you just do it effortlessly? Like you was just like like you said, three tracks, three ideas. Da 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 da. I know you're saying about it being comfortable, but who did you come up with? Who did you learn that from? I think that a lot of time it matters who you're working with because right. if they they set the table for you, if they set the table for you, you can you can do everything properly. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you know we you know you get to know the artist a little bit. You know you talk to them a little bit, and then then you go in with your your idea. But mm. it, it matters. The chemistry is a big a big a bigger uh, thing than people really know to make great records, though. I mean. It was interesting that night you was telling me as well like about what she was doing like the fact that she was saying double like the fact that you know we're kind of yep. in a different time right now like the culture's really coming through right right 
So I think no, I think that um, well, I'm glad you said it because it's like I think we 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 linked on like just like having like just diaspora vibes, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. And I think that's a big part of what's going on right now. It's like, man, like you know, my name is so flagrantly Yoruba, like, but it's just like sometimes people don't. It might pass people like they might really not really realize like I was going. I grew up in a Yoruba household. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is really like, you know, when I hear stuff like Dubale or I hear Essence, or I hear whatever, I I, I take it's an, an extra uh, piece of pride with, with me. You know what I'm saying? Because, man, if, bro, you remember like maybe like, let's say like 30 or 14 years ago, like it wasn't the same temperature for African music or even diaspora, like uh, lingo or whatever. It wasn't it was different for a lot of us at the back then. It's crazy because even earlier this week I was talking to Max O'Cream. He's bigging you up. He's saying, you know, obviously the homie and everything. But even, even you know, like even doing interviews now, it's like everyone's very vocal about their heritage. He was like, yep, half Nigerian, as is Tyler, and da 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 da. It's dope to see everybody just just putting it out there, you know? It's a great time. And then what's going on with WizKid and Thames as well. I remember we weren't, we weren't, you know, a lot of us wasn't so fortunate to have heroes like that before, but I'm, I'm just grateful that we have it and that we have a culture. We got guys like, like Damson and uh, Daniel Ezra. Like we got a lot of guys that's like repping, you know, we got a lot of Ghanaian uh, actors. We got a lot of, you got Yvonne, Orgy. We got a lot of people that's kind of like waving the flags or waving both flags. And it's just like, to me, I want to make, Sure, we gotta kind of like highlight the fact that that's the thing. Even East mm. Africans, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of East Africans in um in Toronto, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, Eritreans, whatever, whatever. The late great Nipsey, like it, it, it's we gotta kind of like you know, kind of kind of show our people that yeah, but we, you know, we have a different perspective and we wanna uh, wave the flag as well. So, so you're doing the final mixes for the project following too. Like, are you, are you cutting it a bit fine? It's gonna be out on Friday. Hey, bro. I'm gonna tell you this, and you can keep this, whatever, whatever, because you're my man. I know you ain't gonna make me look crazy, but I don't know, bro. It's some things that ain't been right with this joint. Like I ain't gonna hold you. I don't want to sound crazy, but mm. it's just like some things. There's a record I wrote in December, bro, and mm. the reason why I was gonna, I was gonna text him, be like, "Yo, bro, let let me hit you tomorrow and let's do the interview," because I was like, man, I was so frustrated because I was like, bro. I wrote this song in December. Why are we having sample clearances right now? You know what I'm saying? And a week before my album dropped. But again, you 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 an exact, you know how to run is to run a label and all that. Mm. It just was kind of hurtful and it just made me feel a kind of a way. And we're still we're literally me and my man Wallace from Warner Chapel, we've been working on this record all day. And we still probably don't got it right. You know what I'm saying? But I was just uh I don't know. I kind of just got just like I kind of just was like, I don't know what I can do at this point. Cause I just think that a lot of people are gonna try to make me look crazy, but mm. the the best I can do is try to make the, the song the best that I can and try to stick to my date. And I'm that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to stick to my date, and I don't know. Hopefully the fans just you know. Hopefully I get it right. Let's say that because the I sample cleanses is an asshole. I think it'd be good, man. I don't know, man. When I get <laughs> off air, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's going on, and you be like, you might have to come on air, be like you know what. <laughs> I thought about it a little bit. Maybe Wale, we just we just, we need to give him some love because I don't think he can clear this joint right now. <laughs> Even you, you and Mark Bronson, they might have to take a. I might have to get my a UK Avengers together. <laughs> wow, wow. 
<laughs> bro, I wanted to ask you, how did you end up in American Gods? That was crazy. Wow, the crazy thing is, um, I was already on a lot of directors' uh, short list on certain things, and um, I actually didn't read for that. I didn't read for it, and I was like, you know, I don't got the time, blah, 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 blah. And it was like, uh, okay, whatever, cool, we want you still. So they just show up here and know these lines. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever, it's cool. And that's really how I got it, man. Shout out to 40, though, um, OVO, because we, we, we got a quick session in. And, you know, Alex Tumay, we, we got a quick session in over there. And, yeah, man, you know, shout out to the whole Stars Network, too. But right. that was a good experience. It was yeah, a lot, though. Cool. It was good, though. Do you, do you think we'll see a series three? Um, it's an expensive show, but I know that uh, it's a great, it's a, it's, a, it's, it's it's written great. There's a lot of great writers that that's working with stars right now, and they build something great. I would hope so. I really do mm. hope so. Mm. How you been coping with the pandemic, quarantine, and all of that? Like, obviously, you've been putting out music. The Sumi video was crazy, but like, how you been coping for like the last twelve months? Man, it been kind of, it been like kind of like like legit, like making me insane. But I just try to know that I'm never in the worst situation. I I had caught that Coco Chanel. I had to cut I caught that Coco Chanel in early July, and I was in the hospital. I was fucked really? up, and that's when I was like, you know what, this shit is like. Well, I already knew it was crazy, but I was like, man, when I felt so helpless in the in the, in the um, hospital and I had nobody around me, it was like a moment that I was like, you know what, and I remember like just like asking God, can I, please, can I get back to my crib? Let me go. When I get, when I got in the fucking ambulance, I, I was like, I want to make it back home. And that's what made me, the whole time I was really, really, really just like, man, this shit is real. This pandemic ain't just a word. This shit is crazy. And I just want to get back home. And that's why I always say heavy on the gratitude, heavy on the gratitude. Mm -hmm. Since I got out that fucking Cedar Sinai, I was like, yo, heavy. I'm just grateful for all this shit. Mm. It's dope. It's it's good. It's good. It's good that you're safe and well, man. So, for 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 the pandemic, one thing got me through it more than anything else. Aside from my family, um, Peloton, yo, I love that shit. But man, I wish I, I probably gained <laughs> twenty pounds on because I was just like just stress eating. Like, what's happening? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but but there's a guy. There's a guy on there like who. He's a dope trainer. It's Alex. But, bro, when he plays bait, when that comes on, yo, man, I'm losing pounds. I'm saying. <laughs> bro, bro, you can't keep... Man, listen. We got another one like that on this project. That's not bait, but it's the same style as far as go-go. Bait was very, very, very go-go. And we were worried about how people were going to react to it. I got another one on Florence too that's like that. It's just, it's the same kind of way. So Ola, I'm, I'm interested to see how you react to it when you hear it. I mean, the, the thing the thing with bait is it's kind of crazy, the whole Peloton thing, because, you know, you, you, as a DJ, I'm used to playing tracks on the radio and everything, mixing it and everything. I'm, I'm used to, like, hearing things ring off at shows and in the clubs. It's it's different experience now. Like, when you're working out to your favorite joints, you kind of you kind of look at your tracks differently, your favorite bangers and everything else crazy but yo know, it comes on all the time i swear every every class that I get every other class like baits in there in the mix somehow but it's it's, it's fascinating bro that's crazy because somebody else told me that but i was like yeah right yeah right but then 
the guy that runs the um joint, he he kind of uh put me on Twitter too, and that's when I realized I was like, wow, this joint is kind of doing something. So I'm looking forward to making another one, <laughs> and I got to get on the Peloton too. I got to yeah. get on the Peloton too. Man. They got hopefully after this interview, they send us a free bike, both of us. <laughs> It's true. It's true. Hey, so so why following two? Why have you called it that for this project? That's a great question. Um, basically, I just feel like that I'm where I'm at when I'm in that space where it's like I'm not really tripping about the outcome. I'm not tripping about nothing. I'm just giving this joint to the people because I'm working on some things. You know, um, I got a I got a bunch of roles that I've I've been assigned to. Um, I'm just I'm just I'm just getting in my bag. I'm getting my Falarn bag. If you heard Falarn 1, you know how I was talking. I was like, you know, I just came off a number one album or I, whatever, number two, I don't know. I, mm. I came off that, I was just kind of just like, yo, this is where I'm at. Right after Ambition. You know what I mean? So, seven is the number of completion. And I'm just trying to give, I'm, I'm trying to get that energy. I'm putting my chest out. You're about legend. DC legend. <laughs> Merlin legend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Dubale. Dubale. <laughs> Indeed. So, I, I, you know, I, I was privileged to be able to hear the album early. I got, I got the super tight like stream, like with my name embedded in it. It's not gonna get leaked yo, or anything yo, like that. Sometimes don't you gonna get me in trouble? Like, yo, what you trying to do? You want me to fight with niggas tonight? Damn, you got the what? You don't got nothing. I don't know what you talking about. <laughs> but, but all I'm saying is. Everything Regal. I'm, I'm not going to talk too much about the album. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But the Everything Regal joint, bro, I got to talk to you about that. That That's crazy. So, you're my brother. You can use whatever you need to use for this. <laughs> that has been the issue for the past. That's why I was trying to postpone the interview. That song. There is a situation going on. Uh, we love Esheran. We love him. We love him. That's our brother. We love him. We love Julie Greenwater, everybody at Atlantic. There is something going on with the sample, and we just trying to make it right. And I don't have much time to do it. And I don't have the South African choir right now. So that is why I've been off the grid for like the past like 24 hours. Right. And that is one of my favorite records. And I knew that was going to be special to like the DJs and it just, I don't know. You kind of put salt on the wound, but <laughs> at least you reminded me that that shit is special. No, nah, no, nah, but, but you had, you reminded me that shit is special and it's just frustrating right now because I wrote that song in December. So you do the math. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. 
Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Vote. I'm one of the most optimistic people in the world. I'm sure it's going to work out. I'm sure you're going to be all right. Uh, we could talk when it's... All right, we'll talk later. We'll talk off the... <laughs> <laughs> talk later, <Okay>. bro. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> Moving <Okay>. along. <laughs> hey, the joint, poke it out. Fire. I love I love that's that joint, fair. man. That, that was good, right? We're all right with that one? Yeah, that's out. Yeah, that's, all out. Right. that's out. That's out. That's out. That's out. It's one of the biggest records in the, in the States right now. It was number one most added twice on Rhythmic and Urban. So I'm grateful. I'm happy about that one. You know, um, feel good about that. All right. As well as every other song. You know what I mean? Shout okay. out to Dreamville. So you and Cole have done a few joints together. How did this one come about, though? Uh, We just, we just, be, we got a lot of songs, bro. Like, we just, you know, we just always, we just always, you know, Cole would come to my hood and, um, where I live in Maryland and he'll come hoping with me at the LA fitness. And we will talk about life and we just rap, and we just chill, we do whatever. It's just, you know, that's just my brother regardless. So I ain't really like, you know, it's, that's easy. Like we just did that shit. Like just on some, just like just kicking it and just, you know. Okay. Okay. All right. So 2017, you know, you did the joint, my love with Diplo, Wizkid, Dua Lipa. Like you, you. I mean, now to the rest of the world, it looks like you was ahead of your your time. You know, even though like that was you just doing what you do, but it's right. it's. How's it feel to see Wizkid finally getting the recognition that he he deserves? I love it. I mean, shit. Like I, I, uh, I talked to Wizkid maybe like thirty minutes before I got on the phone with you. Um, I was just you know just talking like how we talk as friends, but like you know me and Wizkid, we have been cool for like over ten years, around around ten years, so. I just love to see my friends winning. I love to see genuine people winning. And Wiz got it out the mud, man. Like, you know, I remember being in, um, we went to, me and him went to one of your parties, man. We was high as hell. We were smoking all day. And I think that we did drop me and we did a couple other ones that day. And we went through, we was in the back. And yeah. we always, me and him had always been cool. We, you know, we always been cool. It's like, now it's just like, wow. Like I can see it's another whole another level that he on in the States. And I just love to see that, man. Cause shoot, boy, like, Nigerian artist, bro, like, you know, if this was a long time coming. And mm. I'm just glad to see him, Bernard, Davido, uh, Naira Marley, all the boys, all the guys get it get it done right now. Mm. It feels Rami like Tem Day. it feels like Thames is about to do something that hasn't been done in a minute, right? I feel like Thames is gonna be very, very special. I think Thames is gonna be just as big in London, in Nigeria, or maybe even bigger in the States. Um she, I, I, had the, I, had the, I was fortunate enough to do a show with her in, uh, in uh, Atlanta, and you know she really bodied that show. She's a true performer, professional. So you know I'm excited to see what she do. Mm. How's Rick was? Rose great. Rose is great. Rose is richer than he's ever been. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> he's great. Okay, that's dope. It's, listen, it's always dope to hear you two hook up together. 
I, you know, in the same way that I know yourself, I know Rick, I ain't seen him in a minute because he hasn't been over for a while, obviously. But, like, the last time I caught up with him, he was really breaking down, like, what he rates about you and how you guys first hooked up and everything. Like, the, the guy's got a lot of respect for you, like, in, in all capacities, man. It's dope to see you guys still, like, you know, making tracks together. I'm not even going to hold you. Like, Rosé always been a, you know what I'm saying? He always, like, you know, this one, like, I, I remember I talked to Ross after I did my first four records, and I went back, and then did, like, another eight, and then I went back, and then I went back, and then did another three, then went back. Like, he always going to be a part, you know what I'm saying? And, like, he just one of those guys, like, it ain't really about all that extra stuff. He just want to make sure that niggas is straight. And, you know, my, my, my loyalty and my respect for bro is, is, is infinite. Hmm. It's dope. That's dope. I love the joint extra special. Yes, sir. It's dope. Extra special. That's a that's a Aunt Clemens. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He did a lot of work with uh Yay and um man, he got a he got a he got a, a, a great project called Happy to Be Here that's out. Um but he's he's wrote for a lot of your favorites. But you know me, I love to work with people that, that haven't got the, the stage yet that I know that can get it. And I know that they got the, they got it, they got the it, and they can do it. So, um, I mean, that's what that is, extra special. Um, it's Ant, man, it's being Ant. We just, you know, that's some, that's some very, very, like, December, mid-December vibe, man. It's, 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 uh, <laughs> it's bun, bun up music. <laughs> hey, listen, so you've you you you've done a, a hell of a amount of mixtapes. This is your seventh album, like, how, how did you feel going into this? Was it just like business as usual? Or are you like, you know, does it, do you still get nervous before release or anything? Or are you just like, I want to do the next thing so and find up? I'm always going to get nervous because I care about what, you know, I care for real. You know what I'm saying? And um, we currently making changes right now. You know what I'm saying? Like in real time. Um, But I do. Uh, I care what people think because I want to make music that people you know, resonate with. I want to put my feelings down, but I want to make music that people resonate with. So I'm always going to care, for sure. I think you've done it with this album, bro. I think a lot of people, I think it's it's, it's like the vaccine. You know, I think people ah, need more ah, substance. Well, I hope so, bro. I hope so, because I ain't going to hold you. My next move, my next thing definitely includes going somewhere that's not here. Mm. meaning around you, around y'all, and then just getting back to, like, my roots when I was with Mark, Mark Ronson. And, you know, I want to get back to that where I'm not, where I'm just kind of, like, I can free ball as an, as a, as an artist and whatever, gra whatever I gravitate to. So I really hope this one, like, I can leave a mark for real for everybody and then just be able to move around differently and do things differently. Seven is the number of completions, like I told you, OG. It's the number of completions. So that's what I want. That's what I want. Mm. I want to. I want. I want my allies to. I want to be able to go somewhere else, and my allies can rock with me, and I, you know, make sure that I can. I can kind of just be more free at music musically. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I've learned so much from Mark Ronson, Amy Winehouse, and Lily Allen, and mm. you know uh, the Dab Kings and all of that. And then I went into super rap mode and mm. I went so hard for that whole time. But now I want to get back into music mode where it's like, I'm in, I'm with, I'm with musicians, new artists. I'm, I'm doing things. You know what I mean, so mm. 
it's it's important that we had this conversation and i'm glad we did because I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure we're gonna have another one mm-hmm. later but i really i'm glad we had this because i really 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 want to um double down exactly i think i'm trying to say i want to i want to i want to pour everything that i got into this music shit. i want to mm-hmm. pour it back in um and i did that on this project but I think that it's a new something is on the horizon after this one, and I right. really want to do that so I can feel like okay, I can get risky. I can try this. I can try this. I can do this. I can do this. You know what I'm saying? And um, I love that how I left everything on the plate. I love I left everything mm-hmm. on the I left everything for the people on this project. Whatever I'm thinking, I gave it all to the people. And when this shit is out, and when it's moving, and when it's done. I will have a new chapter to start talking about and to start going with. So, that's dope. It's like I said, I, I don't want to give away too much, but it feels like that. It, it feels very spiritual. It feels very relatable. It feels like I, I think I think a lot of people are gonna be relating to some of the stuff that you're saying. I hope so, man. But at the end of the day, like I just just left it all out, all out there for them, and what's gonna happen is what's gonna happen. At the same time, I'm way wiser, I'm way smarter, and I'm way more knowledgeable about this music stuff. So I'm excited. You know what? I don't think people realize how great a start you had in the game because, you know, when I first met you, you was with Mark Ronson and everything, and you, you were doing all these festivals, you were doing these shows. Like, you were really in the touring mud. Like, it, it's different styles of shows, different festivals and everything else. And I think... I think... Bro, you actually had the best training, you know, like from my perspective, like internationally, like, you know, because we was always bumping into each other and stuff. It's like, I don't think people realize how, how, how much of an insight or how dope that is and what you can get from that. Right. Well, yeah. Uh, when I met you, I was with Mark and I think that's when version was out, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, I did at that time I was just, I just dropped out of school, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like moving around with him. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what it was. I remember meeting Rihanna for the first time at the show that I met you at. I remember doing Glastonbury and all that. I just didn't know though. So mm-hmm. like my training was it was go-go music. My mm-hmm. training wasn't with Mark. It was like my go-go training with UCB and Backyard and all these bands, that taught me how to hold it down when I'm doing Scotland and Ireland and all these other places that I don't know nothing or nobody knows me. I knew how to turn the crowd up, so that was that. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just trying to. I was just winging it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that I knew the assignment though, and that's that's how it started. And then I just started learning everything and and adapting what I knew from GoGo to these what twenty thousand, thirty thousand people crowds. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Let's stop. So following two now. I hear, like, you know, I don't know whether they're samples or whether you replayed them, but, like, Mike Jones, Q-Tip, Diddy, I Need a Girl. Was was that, like, was that a deliberate thing where you wanted to, like, throw back to the early noughties, late nineties, or has it just happened? The crazy thing is that wasn't, it wasn't even planned. You know what I'm saying? I just been, I've been making music. I just got a lot of songs, and that was, was, that was picked. You know what I mean? Um, we got a record on the album. That's an SWV sample, but it's for a, it's for a song they never put out. You know what I mean? Um, we got a lot of original joints, but those are the first like couple ones that we picked that 
it's like, all right, let's just put these out. You know what I'm saying? So it was not, it was not like a strategic thing. Um, I went off feeling. I didn't go off like names and whatever. Okay. With with poke it out, like, did you show it to Q-Tip before it came out? Like, I did not. I did not. Uh, I did it a Rolling Loud weekend with Cool and Dre. Like off the late night, I was just playing around. I was just, you know, you know, I'm comfortable with them. Those are my brothers. And right. then. Um, the next day, it was like, "Yo, bro, we might gotta come back over here. This, this, this sound like it could be something." And right. I came back over there, and um, I, ain't, I ain't talked to Q-Tip till that joint was already cleared and everything. So I just thanked them on on, on text, and then you know we talked, we talked, we talked yesterday for a minute. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, but he was he was one of my he was one of my like early mentors in this game when I first got in the game. So it's it's great that we I got an opportunity to sh- uh, shine some light on his contribution. Okay, so somebody was saying to me like, "Yo, I want to send Wale some kicks," and you know, and I was like, "Bro, I don't think you should do that because unless they're hot, unless they're popping, unless they're rare or some super exclusive shit, don't bother." Right? right. So they were pumas as well. They were a bit, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I love oh, Pumas, I man. I love, I love, I love Pumas. <laughs> I love Adidas. I love Reeboks. I love Nikes. I love right. everybody. All right. All right. But is there any, is there any particular kick that you're feeling right now? Um, I don't even do that anymore. Like I just, I just, whatever I put on my clothes and then I'll be like, all right, what am I wearing today? You know, right. I don't even know them. I don't, I don't even, I don't even keep up with it as much as I used to. They're right. they doing their own thing. It's a different, just a different game now. Right, I hear that. I hear that. I hate V-sellers as well. V-sellers are scum of the earth, man. <laughs> man, they they different, man. They different. <laughs> but you you was the guy that you know you put phone posits on the map. Like people weren't really paying attention to them until you was like you know rocking them and doing maybe, thing. Maybe it depends on who you ask. Right. But you know that's what name ring bells is about. You know, if you know, you know. Maybe it depends. It definitely depends on who you ask. So I won't even. I won't even. I won't even upset nobody with that answer. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, well, listen. You know what? The album's dope. Congratulations. You know, I know it's you're going through it at the moment. It's a bit stressful and everything, but yeah, it's 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 dope music, man. It's great music, you know. And I think your fans are gonna love it. And once again, you, you you've put yourself in your own lane you're not you know what i mean you're you you do you very very well and it's just you know it's dope it's more more great music that's all right that's really all that we can do at this point like it's just like you know we do the best we can do and make the best music we can and then you know you know just make sure that everybody as many people can hear it as possible and then everything else is out of our hands we can't control nothing you know what i mean i know mm-hmm. one thing for lauren too is one of the best projects of this year. So I just hope that people listen to it. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. And and can we can we expect to see you in the UK anytime soon? Shoot, I hope so. I was literally on my way over there and then, then the COVID hit. And I was like, wow, really? Right on chills, the number one song? Like, like, So I don't know. I hope so. I hope so. It was so good. I had the best food and, you know, uh, Shabo took care of us all, like, you know what I'm saying? So I hope to, I hope to go back there ASAP, though. 
I talked to I talked to Ronson about it though, so we gonna see. So, so, I will listen. Great to connect. Appreciate you taking the time out, and you know, good luck with the album, and we'll, we'll speak again real soon. You know, I got you over here. I'm gonna be blazing it as well, right on the radio and everything nah, for else. Sure, for sure, man. We're gonna do poke it out. <laughs> We're going to do poke it out all fall and half of winter and most of spring in the UK. I'll be out there soon. All right. Cool, man. All right. Thank you. Stay safe. My boy, man. I talked to you. All so right. hit me. Hit me on the hip. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Yo, there you have it. Another dope episode of the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast. Got to give a big shout to Wale. Shout out to Wes. Shout out to Monique, Kendall, everybody who helped make that happen. Um. I'm not going to lie, like, I, I didn't think we were going to be able to do that because we we, we, we we plotted it, we planned it, it got cancelled a couple of times. And I was like, you know, I get it. I, I don't get mad. I don't get like, you know, I used to back in the day. <laughs> I'd take it so personal if if something got cancelled or whatever. But now I get it, innit? Like, I'm, a you know, grown, a bit more wiser. And um, I get it. People have got things going on. But that's crazy to hear what Wally's going through right now. Like, you know... I'm very, very privileged to speak to artists moments before the album comes out. You know, I've done it with French Montana, Buster Rhymes. You, you've heard me do it right here on this podcast. Like, and you, you kind of don't think about the dramas that are taking place, like at the very, very last minute. Let alone, let alone an artist being fearful about, not even fearful about. You know, just just being. Yeah, you could call it fearful. You could call it anxious. You could call it nervous you could call it any of those things but even if an artist has put out you know one album before or let alone seven or ten or whatever it's it's you still get that you know that pre-release nerves and it affects artists differently it's just it's it's crazy to hear what Wale is going through right now because you know you heard it from the man himself he was gonna do the interview on Saturday instead when everything was calm but I was actually speaking to him while he was driving around LA going from studio to studio mixing down tracks and I really do hope that track Everything Regal comes out because it's fire like it's one of the most um positive joints around it's like you know what I would compare it to I'd compare it to Kanye West Champion um it was on the graduation album amazing track it had that kind of vibe but it's dope mad spiritual and everything at the same time so it's it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of crazy right I'm, I'm talking to wale like a few days before following two comes out and the one joint that i think is is the best is the joint that he's got problems with trying to clear the sample i'm, I'm sure he'll get it done i'm sure it'll get sorted and you know, when you hear it, you, you'll see why he was probably on edge about it not being cleared. But it's it's an amazing track. It's a banger. The album's dope as well. Um, you've heard a couple of joints of it already. You've heard the Poke It Out joint with J. Cole. You've already heard the Angles track with Chris Brown. And, you know, the Down South joint with Maxo Cream and Yellow Breezy as well. So it's a dope album, man. It's a great time for him. I'm really happy for him. Seventh album, like he said, like seven is a number that represents completion. So it's it's just good to see that he's still putting out music. He's in a good place, although maybe not this week. But it's 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 fascinating. It's like I said, I'm I'm very very privileged to be able to witness these moments. Um, it's very much appreciated as well. 
Now make sure you check out some of the other podcasts if you haven't already. We've got loads, like loads. Every week we've got a new guest. Every week we're talking to someone that is within hip hop culture, putting out music on making things happen. Nothing but greatness is what we celebrate here. None of this nonsense, none of the clickbait or anything like that. It's just all positive vibes, all greatness. And these are like chapters within, you know, the journey of hip hop, the story of hip hop. Is is we've got some dope episodes. So make sure you check us out on every single platform. Every Monday, 6 a.m., brand new episodes. Next week, I'm going to be talking to Mick Jenkins. We've got a lot of dope guests lined up as well, like in the next few weeks as well. Every Monday, the Hip Hop Raise Me podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Make sure you check me out on Capital Extra every Friday night in the UK, broadcasting across the world. You can check us out on the Global Player app. I've got a two-hour show playing the best music, best new music. You want to find out what's going on in the UK, just, just lock into that show as well, playing all the latest vibes and everything else. The Hip Hop Raise Me book is out now. We've got a new version that's going to be getting released in France real soon as well, translated into French. Um, that's going to be dope, so watch out for that. And yeah, follow me on all the socials. Follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all of that. If you like real rap, check out my EP, my debut EP, the So Great EP with an artist called Boy Nash. It's amazing. About to be dropping the next video for that as well. The so Great EP is available on all streaming platforms. I got a few things going on. <laughs> a couple of things going on. But listen, thanks for checking this out. Thanks for taking the time out. Remember, Hip Hop Raise Me every Monday, 6 a.m. EST time at 6 a.m. New York time. Brand new episodes and hit me up on the tweets if there's anything you if there's anyone you want to hear on the podcast at any time, hit me up at DJ Samsex on Twitter on the gram, DM me or whatever. If there's anyone you think I should be covering, anyone you think I should be talking to, let me know. I definitely want to get it done. I do this. DJ Samsex, hip hop raise me. I'm out. Next episode. Hey, I'm gonna watch verses right now. It's KRS one versus Big Daddy Kane. Like, you know, people have been trying to convince me all week. Saying that, oh, you know, it's going to be close. No, it's not. It's really not. It's not. KRS-One's going to wash him. You're going to witness a burial. Anyway, we'll talk about that next week. All right? Cool.